Hello and welcome along to your weekly hit of NFL nonsense. This is Utter Punts. What am I working with? Dan, you have to take a, a finger. I'll feel for you all. You can do that. You'll only lose by 20. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what a weekend that was. The Niners lost, the Eagles lost, the Vikings aren't tanking and the New York Giants didn't get panned. Honestly, someone might need to check the sky for flying pigs or the first signs of frost on Satan's lawn. It's incredibly boring. How is that yeah, boring? Carol, you. <laughs> if anybody mentions Taylor Swift, it's a straight red card and a two-pod ban. We got everything right last week. Yeah, cruised it last week. Pretty sure I only got one wrong. Professional, one wrong. <laughs> Unbelievable. I tell you what, I tell you what, it's Brand new intro, awful lot of swearing that we've had to bleep out. Fresh from their trip to North London, the punts are back with us. And Dan caught a pass from Tyler Huntley. You didn't get the toe tapping, though. Incomplete, out of bounds. Hello, Dan Horton. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, mate. Dave's highlight of the trip was the 36 kilos of chicken wings that he and his friend managed to smuggle away from the capital city. <laughs> Enjoy yourself in the smoke, Kino. I did, mate, yeah, yeah. Wingman's great restaurant. You should go there. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Uh, beautiful work. Plenty to look forward to this week, including the Miami Dolphins at the Eagles and Dave's Vikings on Monday night primetime at home to the Niners. Roll <laughs> on, primetime Kirk. We'll preview all of that and much more on the way. In association with endzonekit.co.uk and Captain Duval, this is Utter Punts. Yes, yes, welcome along. Hello, how are you? Uh, don't forget, like, subscribe, share with a friend. Uh, brand new intro. Um, there was some concern from the legal team that maybe we shouldn't be using the commentary anymore. So uh, we've got rid of it and we've put <laughs> highlights of the uh, highlights of the show in there, which I think sounds better, if anything, yeah. um, which is great. Um, Dan, Dave, how was Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? Oh, I thought it was incredible. For the, whole, the whole sort of the whole setup was fantastic. Getting off the train. Going up to the ground was absolutely brilliant. Um, everything's signed, but the fans and the amount of... It, I mean, it felt to me like a Ravens home game. There was just hundreds and hundreds of Ravens fans around and people from Baltimore that had come over for the game. Crowds and crowds. And it, it was, even inside, there was, there was more Ravens fans. So it was great for me. Um, but the atmosphere was just phenomenal. And, the, and the, what, what struck me was the, the knowledge of the people around that you're talking to. Yeah. Even the English people, you know, the British people. The, the, the way that the, the level of detail they're talking in and about the game whilst the game's being played is... It's phenomenal. It's gone up, certainly. I went in 2017 when the Ravens got smashed um, by the Jags. Um, and it was not like that. Um, there was people sort of... They weren't cheering for the right thing. It was a bit a bit, a bit odd and a bit awkward. Uh, this was a real sort of high-level, high-intelligent game. It was really good to watch, and it was great to be part of it. Dave, how did you find it as a non-Ravens fan? Nah, it was all right. It was a really good day. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was uh, a more competitive game than it appeared it was going to be at the beginning, but in the end, we, we called it correctly. The Ravens just had too much for the Titans. So, yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. Yeah, that Ravens defensive, uh, defensive team is absolutely unstoppable at the minute. We'll talk about um, the Ravens a little bit more later because mm. back on one of the TV games. Uh, look, every point of the podcast, normally at this stage, we look at um, we look at the thing that's caught our eye in the NFL this week. Dan, do you want to go first? Yeah, I mean, there was quite a lot. But I, I, just today, Miko Hardman's been traded back from the Jets to the Chiefs. And mm -hmm. uh, the trade deadline is on the 31st of October. So 
a week on a week on Tuesday. So not only two games left really. So I just kind of thought, what what trade would you really like to see that's sort of reasonable? What what trade would you like to see happen? And mine is um is Derek Henry. So I I think the Titans are they're they're garbage. They're mm-hmm. Um and they, they're going to trade away some of their assets. I think if Tannehill was fit, I think he'd get traded. But Henry still got juice. He could still help a team. And I think the Dallas Cowboys could really do Oof. with a Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, Tony Pollard isn't really working. They're not really controlling the game. I think they could get him quite cheap. You're probably looking at maybe a second-round pick. Um, and the Cowboys make a splash. And if the Cowboys want to consider those contenders, I think they need to go make a splash. Um, and Derrick Henry to the Cowboys would be mine. What's yours? Uh, I'll go second. Keen, I can go last in the vain hope that he's got a more compass answer than I have. I mean, vain hope is probably right. I've gone Devontae Adams. Yeah, and I think he needs, I just think he needs to get out of the Raiders. I yeah. think if he stays at Vegas, he's putting his Hall of Fame career at severe risk. And mm. um, he is and continues to be one of the best um receivers in the in the league yep. but hands down but he's gone three games straight now without a touchdown or 100 yards receiving in any game and that's the second time it's happened at the Raiders happened weeks 13 to 15 last season and I think on that trajectory he, he's really on track to jeopardize what has been otherwise an absolutely fantastic yeah. career I have no idea where he goes I would have said the Chiefs but if they've got him for Hardman and they've already got him then maybe that space is gone somewhere somewhere has got to have a spot for a receiver with the ability of Devontae Adams I hope he manages to get out and I hope that he goes somewhere to make a big difference Dave fair shout but what I want to happen is <laughs> I want I want the <laughs> I want the Atlanta Falcons to uh, realise that they've got a very, very good squad, but it's probably not going to be competitive with their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to make overtures to a certain Kirk Cousins, who does have a no-trade clause, but at the same time, his wife's family are all from Georgia, and all voted by U.S. geography. It's not perfect, pretty sure. Atlanta's in Georgia. No, it's um, good, yeah, yeah, you've done well, yeah. <laughs> just for a moment there I was worried um, so yeah so it's potentially something that would be viable um, but it's not going to happen um, what I would say is this if, if the Vikings lose to the 49ers then we probably will they be trading some players and I think the, the actual Ravens could potentially get a steal if they came and knocking for Daniil Hunter yeah. uh, from the Vikings uh, for maybe a, a, a third round pick Um even he's out of contract at the end of the season, so you might even be able to get him cheaper. Um, but a bit of pass rush there. Alternatively, Jacksonville might need him. I think um, I think Daniel Hunter is potentially a very viable trade option for an awful lot of teams who need pass rush help. Um, so we'll see. Uh, so there you go. You heard it here first. Keno wants uh, Kirk Cousins on the midnight train to Georgia ASAP. <laughs> um, Beautiful. You, I, I can't claim credit for that terrible. In fact, I'm going to go one stage further for that shit joke. It belongs entirely to Andy Bell, uh, the producer of this epic. Uh, Dave, what have you spotted in the NFL? What did you want to talk about? Uh, poor, poor Anthony Richardson, eh? Injured reserve, uh, potentially out for the rest of the season there, having surgery on his throwing shoulder. And really, the, it became relevant. I recently did a review of QBs, and I said that Bryce Young was probably a little bit not durable enough for the NFL. Um, and Anthony Richardson is now out for the season with 
uh, an injury to his shoulder. Um, I think Dr. Stutterman on, on YouTube does a good breakdown. I'll not bother. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's an awful... There's a big old gap out of the Colts right now. Gardner Minshew stepping in. Forthcoming of Gardner Minshew, who's had many an opportunity elsewhere. I love watching him play. He's, he, he reminds me of Case Keenum, Keenum, but on some form of steroids. Not that I'm accusing you of that, mate. Just so you know. Um, but yeah, so. Legal team uh, now. Yeah, just just yeah. very, very quickly. Um, but yeah, so poor, poor Anthony Richardson out for the rest of the season. And I think many Colts fans are possibly having flashbacks to uh, Andrew Luck, who uh, such a talented player who, who came to an end there far too early in his career, had to retire due to ill health, fell out of love with the game because he was getting banged up too much, getting asked to go back in. I think on this occasion it does appear that they've learned and they yeah. are at least wrapping Richardson up in Cottonwall, um, getting him the surgery that he needs and hopefully he'll be back. Uh, but it is a little bit worrying, particularly when you look at the the list of Florida Gator quarterbacks who have graced the NFL, Tim Tebow being one. There, there, there aren't many who have been successful, but I don't think there are many who have had his talent, so I'm hoping he comes back. I mean, he's only he's only played six quarters of six six weeks. Yeah. Um, so two concussions and a shoulder injury, then the shoulder injury again. Um, so you know they need to sort of wrap him up. But even when he comes back next year, he's only going to be twenty-two. Um, That's so true. He's got plenty of time. And, and yeah. what you say is right, Dave. I think they've learned a lesson. They they rushed look back far too often, um, and far too before he was ready. And I think they, they're just taking the view that this guy is the future of the franchise, and. Um, they're not going to take that risk with them in a team that isn't yeah. probably going anywhere this year anyway. I think that's probably right. Uh, right, so um, I've decided that I've not come up with a piece of news, but instead I'm going to play a game. <laughs> okay, We're going to play a game. And we, I, I know how much you love playing games. Uh, so, well, I saw this I saw this, this week, and it's, it's, it? it's a blind... Steady. It's a blind ranking game. So, essentially, you have five slots free. One, two, three, four, and five. Number oh, one yeah. slot down to a number five yeah, slot. Yeah. I come up with a topic and then give you five things underneath that topic. You just have to rank them in the order from worst to best. But you're really deep, randomly. So you're going to say I, look, a really bad one, aren't you? <laughs> what yeah. I would say is I'm just going to turn this screen this way. So I wouldn't he, cheat. Thank he you. can't see what's going on. I can't. Uh, who wants to go first, Dave or Dan? He Let's wants. go Dan. Okay. We'll go Dan first, okay? Right. Yeah. So you've got five slots open currently. Okay. Your subject is current NFL wide receivers. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, we so, you've got, any, so, so you've got to rank them from who you think is the best to who you think is the worst. Yeah. So your first name is Devontae Adams. Which slot are you putting in? One, two, three, four, or five? He's the best receiver in the league. So you're going number one for yeah. Devontae Adams and leaving yourself no room. Yeah, he's the best receiver in the league. Okay. Jamar Chase, number two. Five. Wow. Straight to five. Stefan Diggs. Uh, plays for the Bills. We like him. Uh, three. Okay, so three for Stefan Diggs. Mm. Uh, Amon Rasant Brown. Playing the Ravens this week. Four. Four. Yeah, not as good as I think he may. I think he may have done pretty well here because your fifth choice is Justin Jefferson. I'll take him too because he's a so one yeah. one leg it goes second. So, <laughs> I tell you what. I, I, how how do you feel about your ranking? I'm, I'm having that. I think so you've done fair. pretty well. Yeah. I think you've done pretty well. Yeah. Dave, would you like to know <laughs> what your subject is? One of the quarterbacks, isn't it, Liam? It certainly is, Dave. It's going to be sense it, trap. It's going to be Minnesota Vikings quarterbacks is what it's going to be. So we're looking at starting Minnesota Vikings quarterbacks over relatively recent history. 
and you've got slots one to five currently open. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so your first one is Sam Bradford. <laughs> three. <laughs> Flashbacks. Okay, Sam Bradford going in at three. Uh, your second choice is Brett Favre. Only one season before my time. This is my ranking, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. At five. Okay, Brett Favre's going <laughs> at five. Wow. Uh, I, I, I've no idea. Uh, Dante Culpepper. Right, you understand there's, that this is a podcast and you need to speak, first, right? First, first. Oh, he's put Dante Culpepper at first. Oh, well, in trouble. Yeah. Well, the question is, how sneaky have I been? The fourth name out of five that I'm going to give you is Randall Cunningham. So which slots have you got open? Two and four. Yeah, I'm going to go four. Okay, Randall Cunningham goes in at number four. The final name on your list. <laughs> what do you think I've gone with? Oh, I'm dis disappointed to see Teddy not there. Oh, I think you've gone with Kirk Cousins, don't I? Because that's what you do. I've actually yeah. gone with Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> no. Get in. Yeah, except, <laughs> except you've lost your number one slot, which, I, you know, yeah. as the founding member of the Teddy Bridgewater Appreciation <laughs> Society. Again, though, like Dante Culpepper, who's uh, he's a cult hero. Uh, I deliberately took the one spot out of play just in case Kurt <laughs> popped up. But yeah. Beautiful work. Uh, right, we'll do a couple more of these games, I think, as we go forward. If you've missed any of that, it will be available for you on YouTube a little bit later on. Don't forget, like, subscribe, tell a friend. That's what it's all about. You've got to pass us on. You've got to tell people that you've enjoyed it. It's absolutely brilliant. After this... Did it? I can't hear anything. It's yeah. weird. I heard that. Did you? Hmm? My headphones have gone. Somebody just checked I, they're still plugged in. I can hear it. That was weird. I can't hear a I can't hear a thing. I can hear Dave. I can hear you. Can you? Yeah, I can hear everything through here. I think this is our best content. <laughs> I I mean bells on, but I don't I don't know how this is I don't really know how this is working because I can hear Dave, but I can't hear anybody else. Through the, through the clever mixing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We'll carry on, shall we? This is uh, Utter Punts, and we are talking about Why stock market game because... You can't hear, I can't. Yeah, but I, I now have no control over my volume, so the rest of you are screwed for the next 50 minutes or so. Uh, do we want to do the stock market game, or are we leaving it, leaving it be this week? I mean... It's looking better for me. Yeah, I, I, marginally, you're a point better off than you were last week. Mm. I'm two points better off than I was last week, and Dan's a point worse off than he was last week. No, but starting to fall apart. Oh, but, 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 the but, crumbling. but still has a 38-point <laughs> lead on anybody else. Uh, if you've missed out on what the stock market game is, don't worry, we will, uh, we will update you again in the future but you can also go back and listen to some of the previous episodes and um, before we go any further just a mention for endzonekit.co.uk who um we do these podcasts in association with and they are having the time of their lives mm -hmm. at the minute absolutely belting because um simon from endzone kit got himself to reveal his identity is not like batman i like, think oh, i think like... we did it last week i think we've already outed him haven't we I think you can. I don't, I don't know. Well, it's, too, it's too late. It's done now, isn't it? I've already said it. Uh, <laughs> Out in Captain Duval. Captain Duval, head to toe, dressed as a Jaguar. Him. And look, he, he made such a splash yeah, at, the, at the UK games mm. 
They've invited him over, Dan. Yeah, the Jags have invited him over as their lucky charm. And he's he's currently, if you follow if you can follow him on Instagram, Captain Duval, he's all around New Orleans having pictures with fans. Um Jason and Travis Kelsey were talking about him today. <laughs> on the, on New Heights. On New Heights. Wow. Um so he's put that out there as well. I mean, fair play to him. I mean, he goes full out and it's it's such a good character that he plays, but it just shows the intensity that he's had for the for the English game for the game being over in the UK and it, fair play to him. It's you know, it's great yeah. that we're making that connection. Yeah. And great for them. They deserve it. Nice people. Great people and great football fans. Brilliant people. Good stuff. Don't forget, if you use the code PUNTS at checkout from endzonekit.co.uk, it'll give you 15% off at checkout on top of any of the other offers. We know his real identity. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Right, good stuff. Uh, More on the way on Otter Punts. We're going to do a preview of of the TV games for the next week after this. Anyway, I'm assuming that jingle's finished. I can't hear anything still, so we'll just carry on, shall we? Uh, Detroit Lions at Baltimore Ravens is our first game. Six o'clock on Sunday, uh, M&T Bank Stadium. All of a sudden, I can hear things again. I don't know what's... Did you, have you pressed buttons, Producer Bell? Oh, I see what he's done. On button, that's it's, cool. It, yeah. He's turned my headphones off without knowing what's going on. It made me look like a plank. Because um, he's there. Yeah, no, anything to throw me under the bus. Um, right, let's start again. Detroit Lions at Baltimore Ravens, six o'clock game on Sunday. Is this one the game of the week? I think it might be. Do you know, I, I looked at this slate of TV games, and I think these. this is the best slate of TV yeah, games. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you've probably got the Super Bowl here with the Lions... The Eagles, the Niners playing from the NFC, and the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Chiefs playing from the and the Bills playing for the AFC. I don't think there's a Super Bowl that takes place this year that's not got one of the, the two of those teams in it. Um, so they're fantastic matchups, and they're all, it could be a playoff weekend. So fantastic games, fantastic matchups. First of all, and this is a belter because you know the, the talk will probably be the Ravens defense, Lions offense, but so yeah, and they'll probably cancel each other out a little bit, although. Can the can this when you're relying on defense these days it's tough because yep. at some point somebody puts too many points and you have to catch up. But it would be really nice to see this Ravens offense put under the pressure where they have to do that. Yeah, uh, because everything's been very very straightforward for them. And and on Sunday they kept it very tight, very restrained. They didn't open up the playbook really at all. They got down to the twenty. They didn't do anything rash. They kept all the ball and they kicked field goals. Actually, they'll win many games doing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just don't think they'll beat the Lions doing that. So we're going to see. We're going to have to see the Lions defend the run, which they haven't done particularly well. And the Ravens will run the ball, and we're going to have to see the Ravens really open up the playbook on offense. So I think we'll, we're going to see an absolute belting game. Well, this is really interesting, Dave, because it looks like David Montgomery is actually doubtful from yeah. the injury that he picked up, which means it's going to force Jared Goff into throwing the ball. Yeah. He's got so few options now with the running game. He is going to have to move that that ball. The Ravens' defense is ranked top three in the NFL this season. Twenty-four sacks so far. Mm-hmm. That, that that and and they're not they're not blitz happy, Dan. Either they don't blitz every play. Dave, this this could be a a, a really interesting head-to-head, couldn't it? It, it? it could well be. Um, I had a look at the injury reports earlier, and both teams are quite banged up. Yeah. But it does look to me like the Ravens are a little bit healthier. You've got Humphreys playing again I thought he might be doubtful but it looks like he's a full participant in in practice um so I think I think the edge does go to the Ravens they're also at home um and the Lions without that being able to to go to that run game 
they could be lacking a little bit, but Jameer Gibbs is back um, and he's been out for the past couple of weeks with an injury. So the timing for him coming back is, is good um, for them. I just, I, I, th- I think the, the primary battle here is going to be your defence against the rest of their offence. But I also do think that Lamar has to open up a little bit. He he wasn't taking certain throws on at the weekend. Um and it was a little bit surprising. What I would say is the good news is Odell Beckham Jr. was getting open uh, a fair bit. I was uh, having to watch. Um, he was right along the sideline in front of me. And he was definitely getting himself uh, open. So I think the opportunities are there. But I do think I, I, I think the Ravens are favourites. It's just very close. And the, the, the Detroit Lions are so well coached as well now with Dan Campbell and... Uh, Mr. Johnson there was their offensive coordinator pretty much scheming up some of the best stuff in the league outside maybe the Dolphins yeah I think I think what, what we've said along is if you put if you let Jared Goff throw the ball and, and give him time he'll, he'll take it to, he'll take it to, he'll take it to bits and I think he'll put yards up and he'll put you know he'll put points up but he won't get that time against Baltimore um, because they, they're getting pressure with four you, you said mm-hmm. before they're not blitzing they're not um, Patrick Queen comes now and again um Chuck Stone comes down now and again, but very rarely. And they're rushing with four, and the sacks are coming from the front four, which is which is impressive. But the back end is is weak again. So Marcus Williams, the safety, came back on Sunday and then got injured as they were blocking for returning the interception. Uh, I don't think he's playing, and he's a big loss because he's such a good player. You could see that on Sunday. It was really good to watch him controlling, especially Kyle Hamilton. He was showing him where to go and moving him around and, and players like him and Roquan Smith but for me I worry about the middle of the Ravens defence because everything that the Titans did was behind them um, so players like Sam Laporta will have a big game yeah. Amon St. Brown on these crossing routes he's going to torture these Ravens um, and I, I, I'm, I'm a bit worried about it to be honest it's interesting because I've written down two things here. Sam Laporte could be huge and Amon Rasant Brown is one of the best in the NFL this season and Fair. you've just mentioned both of them without me having to do it. Add on to that that Jared Goff last week was 353 yards, two touchdowns and a 107 rating. Is, it's interesting. Uh, uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you both about is that um, Lamar Jackson isn't running anywhere near as much as we've seen him off plan. Okay, and, and I specify off plan here because there are still built plays in that playbook that are specific for Lamar to go wondering. Mm-hmm. Is it a conscious thing, Dave, that they're looking after him a little bit more? They're just trying to keep him on the field, keep him healthy. Well, what's the point in having him wear himself down at the start of a very long season? I think I think it's sensible. They're doing enough to win. Um the, 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 the only thing I would say is where I think there is an edge between the teams strongly towards the lines is their O-line. That's why I'm intrigued to see if you can still get pressure uh, rushing so few. Uh, I think that's a key battle. Um, I, I, I think Lamar, if, if they need it, Lamar can run. And if they see the Lions as being a, a potential threat in the playoffs, maybe they will, but they're in, they're in different conferences. So I don't think you'll be getting the full unfettered Lamar against Reliance because I don't, don't think there's that much strategic point in it at this point of the season but I still think they're going to have enough I just think it'll be a very close game All because right. of the injuries on the Lions and, and the whole sort of the way the Ravens have been winning Picks a clock then, who are you going with? 
I'm going for the Lions. You're going for the Lions? Yeah, I think they're going to have too much. And the, the other player to watch sorry, I was going to mention is Jameson Williams. So mm. Jameson Williams was their high draft pick last year, the rookie wide receiver, and he was injured. They didn't rush him back. He came back. I think he's only caught five passes in his career, and I think two of them are 40-yard touchdowns. He's a speed merchant, and they've been. He, he was suspended the first six games of this year for gambling in, in the facility. That was reduced to four games, so he came back a little bit early. And they've just been bringing him in and bringing him in and bringing him in. And I think with a weak secondary, his speed with if St. Brown and Laporte are covering the middle of the field, he's going to be free. And I, I think it's his breakout game, and it scares me to death. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, who are you going with, Dave? I, I, I can see where you're coming from, Dan, but I'm still going to go with the Ravens. Yeah. I, I think you'll have too much at home. I think the crowd will get involved as well. Um, and I do think that they're going to be missing their run game. I, I'm not sure you're going to be able to stop their short passing game because of that battle between the O-line and the defence, but I, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball at will on you, but I think you will be on them. Um, so we'll see. But watch out for Hutchinson. He's a great player. Yeah. I am going with the Ravens. They're at home, and I'm not sure that the Lions have come up against a properly, properly solid defensive line yet this season, so I think that might be enough to tip the scales. Beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Again. Again, <laughs> a properly, properly solid defensive fair. line. No, you're f- it's fair. It's one of those games go either way. Absolutely yep. could go either way. I'm just a bit nervous. And that's fine. Um, you're allowed to be. It's your team. Yeah. Um, next game up, LA Chargers at Kansas City Chiefs at Arrowhead. This feels uh, like a straightforward divisional game for me. Um, five wins straight for Kansas City. Mahomes has gone 270 plus yards in four of the last five games. And LA are the second worst in the NFL for points allowed to wide receivers. Maybe if Kansas City can get the wide receivers actually stitching back-to-back games together where they perform, they might just stick an awful lot of points on the Chargers here. Dave, what do you make of the game, mate? It's going to be a great one. Um, I'm not sure it's going to be a high-scoring shootout because I don't think that the Chargers offense has got enough in the run game at the moment, unless Ekelor is back and firing on all cylinders again, which when when, when he's on, he, he's on. That could be a game changer. Uh, if they can take, go off to a fast start and, and start using that run game to control the clock, who knows where it could end up. Um, but I think it'll be close. Uh, it is our, our arrowhead, and as you say, they've beaten five times in a row. But the streaks have to come to an end at some point. Um, I'm just a little bit worried for the Chargers because they didn't come out of last weekend with a victory when I felt like they had every opportunity to. Um, So, yeah, yeah, it'll be a high-octane game. There might not be as much quality as you'd expect to see with the with the talent that is available, um, just simply because they don't need neither team have particularly fired a hundred percent so far this season, and I do worry for the coaching of the Chargers. So I, th- I think I'll go with the the Chiefs. Yeah, I think I think you make a great point. I don't think it'll be high scoring because I think the Chiefs' offense is still really trying to find itself. But the fact that they're five and one is scary because you know, you, you presume they'll figure it out, but they're, they're not playing well and they're not scoring the points and they're they're winning the game by really possessing the ball and, and playing good defence. Their defence is their best unit at the moment, which is a rare thing to yeah, say for weird. the Andy Reid Chiefs, but it's absolutely the case. I mean, the, the game last week, the Broncos, was it 19-8 or something? I mean, it was it was terrible, but they couldn't move the ball, um, the Chiefs. They just couldn't they couldn't get the ball. And that's against the Broncos' defence that's just gave yeah. up 70 points. I mean, they're not 
they're, they're not exactly a vaunted defence. So I, I think at some point the Chiefs are going to come up against a team that gets up early on them and I don't think they're going to have the skill to, I don't think they're going to have the firepower to come back yeah. and I think it might be the lesson they need. We saw the Eagles and, and Niners get beat this weekend. I think it's taught them both a lesson um, and I think sometimes a loss can be a good thing. I think the Chiefs need to lose to sort of learn that they're not quite where they need to be. I like the Chargers. Dear. Mm. I, I think Travis Kelsey's killed them enough with sort of overtime <laughs> touchdowns and I think yeah. he's got his hands full. So um, I don't think it happens from this week. I think the Chargers get up maybe 21-3 or something, like just out, uh, out the gate yeah, early. Keenan Allen's playing that lights out. I, look, the, the out and out is that if you score more than 24 points against this Kansas City team, you win the game. Yeah. Because at four out of six, I think, mm. they've not scored more than 24 points. They've been tremendously low scoring. However, that being said, I'm going to back Kadarius Tony to do back-to-back brilliant weeks and put some yards on. So I'm going Chiefs at our head. You're brave. Miguel yeah. Harbin's back. He is. Yeah, he knows the back, offense. Back, back, back could be back a little in. difference yeah. maker there. Uh, and also Joey Bosa does appear to be pretty banged up. Um, but he's yeah, always injured, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Darren Anderton of <laughs> NFL football. The Lewis Sahara yeah. of NFL football. Sick um, Right, cool. Dave, um, who are you, Dave, you going with? Well, I'm going to go with Chiefs. Fair. Absolutely fuming. <laughs> um, <laughs> My home's at Arrowhead, yeah, of course. You're going to win more games than loses, but I yeah. just... There's something about this rivalry. I think the Chiefs, the Chargers are on one, and I think they're going to do it at a time when you expect them not to. Right now. I think that's fair. Um, I, I am still got Dan's advice ringing in my ears from earlier on this season, which said never bet against Mahomes. Fair. So uh, I'm not. Um, I think this might be my pick of the games, this next one. Yeah. It's Dolphins yeah. at Eagles. Yeah. This, I, it's a Super Bowl preview, isn't it? The way things are going. These two could easily be there. They could, yeah, absolutely. They could easily be there. They, they haven't played anybody yet. <laughs> So now we'll find out how good they are because yeah. when the Dolphins... I mean, the Dolphins have played... Who have the Dolphins played? They've played the Giants, the Cowboys... The, oh, no, so they've, they've played the pa- Patriots, the Broncos, the Panthers and the Giants. Yeah, OK. So you, that, you, they've, them teams got three wins between them. Yeah. And then they played the Bills and got absolutely strangled. Yeah. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting. But the Eagles haven't played anybody either. Um, and they're about to go into a bit of a gauntlet with... They play the Dolphins and they play the Cowboys, Commanders, Bills, Chiefs, Niners, Cowboys again. So yeah. the, the Eagles are about to go into their toughest part of their schedule, and so the Dolphins. So it'll be, this is a fantastic game to watch because what a clash of styles! Dave. Yeah, it, it's huge. It's a huge clash of styles. I, absolutely right, Dave. Sorry, mate. You threw to Dave, and I just trampled all over the back of you there, didn't I? Yeah, no. I think you did. You did really well, and I've just taken a massive dump over what you did, Dave. Do what he says. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Um... <laughs> The Eagles, isn't it? I mean, like, I, I, I was so glad that they lost over the weekend, but like, I, 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 I'll just throw it out there. Like, I do hate the Eagles, but it comes from a place no. of jealousy. I'm, yeah. I'm fully self-aware of it. Like, they, they are an exceptional, exceptional team. I'll get more into that later on, I think. Um, but the, I want the Dolphins to win. I, I, I just think they're fantastic to watch, but it is a valid point. I haven't played anyone. And the only team that came up against who, who is going to be a definite playoff team was the Bills, who who did strangle them. So, all in all, do I go with my heart or my head? Heart. 
bloody Eagles are going to win. I've got some stats for you. Tyreek Hill currently leads the NFL in receiving yards, receiving yards per game, receiving touchdowns, and yards per catch. Tua Tagovailoa leads the league in touchdown passes, passing yards per game, rating, yards per attempt, yards per completion, and got three touchdowns last week with a rating over 125. Okay. Amazing what a bit of jujitsu can do for you yeah. in the offseason. Yeah, no, no, look, look. Against the Broncos, pads it a bit. All of those stats, all of those stats are there as a, a, an illustration of how do you deal with this offense. And it feels to me like the way to do it is to slow Tua Tangavailoa down. If you can stop him getting the ball off as quickly as he does, you stand a chance. Now, this is where the next stat comes in really handy, and that's the Eagles' defense. They rank fifth for sacks and second for quarterback hits so far this season. If anybody is going to get close to Tua, it's the Eagles, isn't it? Yeah, and it's the way that the Patriots slowed the Dolphins down. The Dolphins won the game, but the Patriots slowed them down by just getting in his face. They just put really big men on the line, which is all the Patriots can do these days, really, just stand still. Um... And they made it really difficult. And the Bills did exactly the same thing. They did exactly the same thing. And they took away the middle of the field. Now, um, the Eagles can certainly do that. They've got a... I mean, their their defensive line is is the best in football. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. But I don't know if Jalen Carter's fit. And they've he got is. a few... So, is he back now? So And Hassan Reddick was back last week. And Darius Slay's back on the on the back end of the defence. They're, they're starting to get healthier, which is just petrifying. Um, and they'll be... I, th- I think the Eagles will just run the ball on Miami. I think they'll just take the ball away from them completely. The way you slow him down is you don't let him on the field. Um, And I can see sort of four or five, eight, nine-minute drives of 15 plays, even if they get in field goals, and they just take the wind out of the ball. And the Eagles have got the ability to do that, and I think they will. That's what a championship team does. And until the Dolphins prove it, the Eagles are the championship team. So you're going with? Eagles all day. Dave? In order for the Dolphins to have a chance, I mean, this Fangio's going to have to do something a little bit more than sitting off in a shell. He's going to have to find ways of, of, of taking Hurts off his game. I just think they're going to run the ball on him the whole time. Um, yeah, it's the Eagles for me. Fangio, actually, this is a good point. Fangio was the was was helping, was supporting the Eagles' defence last he year. Was, yeah, he wasn't yeah, actually yeah. defensive coordinator, but he was in yeah. the Eagles' facility to coaching their defence. Oh, wow. And now he's the defensive coach for the Dolphins. But what you can do, and what you've always been able to do going against a Fangio offence, is run the ball. And this yeah. is the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and not, not, not only that, I saw a quote from Fangio where he... Yeah, some, a journalist asked him, uh, did spending time with the Eagles last year, is that going to give you guys a competitive advantage? And Fangio basically turned around and said, no, if anything, <laughs> the advantage will be theirs because he spent all of his time trying to distill how he yep. built his defence to them. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, good stuff. I'm going Dolphins. Um, good on you. Uh, they've got to prove it against somebody. Yeah, why not? And why not? Oh, I really want to. They why not? I really do. Game. great. Belting game, though, either way. I, I, you know, I think Waddle's brilliant. I think Mostert's brilliant. I think Tyreek Hill is almost unplayable. And, you know, Tua needs a breakout game. And maybe this is maybe this is the one against mm-hmm. big opposition. I, it might be more hope than judgment that no, just not. so we're all aware no. uh right on the way on utter punts we're going to do a bit of coaching corner and we'll preview the rest of the games plus our utter punts of the week on the way as well before we get to the end of the program all coming up after this 
right. Okay, before we go any further, we've already mentioned endzonekit.co.uk, but they are a wonderful bunch, and we've made a lovely little audio segment for you to listen to. Here it is. Utterpunts is proudly sponsored by one of the best kit suppliers out there, Endzone Kit. Endzone is a transatlantic company whose mission is to make finding kits a little bit easier and a little bit more affordable so you can represent your favourite American sports teams. Whether you're looking for NFL, college football, baseball, hockey or basketball memorabilia, Endzone's got you covered. With sizes from newborn up to 3XL, anyone can find something at endzonekit.co.uk. And one of the things that we love is that they have a whole range of retro and pre-loved gear so you can rock your vintage style while supporting your team. So why not head to endzonekit.co.uk and find yourself a bargain. And because you listen to Utter Punts, you can have a 15% discount at checkout when you use the code PUNTS. Endzonekit.co.uk, the place to go for your American sports kit. I'm waiting because last week I trampled all over the back of that and I didn't want to do it again this week. I think I'm clear, so we're good. Uh, right, coaching corner time, ladies and gentlemen, and touchback. That's what we're going with. Uh, I would like to say that this wasn't my idea. This was sent in by a listener. His name's Dave Keane, so he gets to go first. You all right, Dave? Yeah, it's like, so basically the touchback rule, I'm going to let Dan, Dan explain that. Oh, oh great! Like he put it this, so is, this is uh, like, lateral, but, lateral I mean, like, to Horton. Yeah. Up and I don't want to steal his words for him. It's just the rule I hate the most, uh, and there's this particular nuance with it, which is when I hate it. Where do you want us to come to yeah. you second? Once Dan's explained I, 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 it, I, I, yeah. I mean, I've no idea why you gave it to me first. When Dan's much better at this than me, anyway. Well, come I, on, I, Liam, I like uh, to watch you squirm. <laughs> well, I'll do the first bit, and then Dave can do the bit that's really sh- shit. The shit part. Yeah, There's yeah, two okay. parts to this yeah. rule. And the first part of the rule is really good, and we spoke about um, kickoff returns last week. Uh, interestingly, at the Titans Ravens game, the guy called for a fair catch and fumbled. <laughs> I thought, oh, it was Andy, wasn't it? Um, so a touchback is if you're receiving a kick um, or a punt. Uh, and the ball bounces in the end zone, touches the end zone, goes out the back of the end zone, it's a touchback. So you'll see sometimes receivers about to catch the ball, they'll step in front, it'll hit the end zone. Um, so they don't have to catch it, and they'll, the offence will just start at the 25. Okay, so touchback is normally you see it from kickoffs. Justin Tucker's the king at it. He boots the ball through the, the through the post so no one can return a kick. Because they are dangerous. So if you yeah. if you keep the ball out of play and you keep them on the 25, it's sometimes a good way to keep control of the ball. However, there is a second part of this touchback rule that is absolute nonsense. And it's the worst rule in football for me yep. and one that needs to be changed and I think will be changed next year. Dave, what yeah, happens? So, so, so the rule is, if an attacker fails to maintain possession of the ball as they are attempting to cross the line, so essentially fumble it forwards, if it goes out, of play after it's gone over the goal line, it becomes a touchback. So suddenly an offence goes from having had an exciting attacking play and someone strenuously attempting to score the touchdown and it goes straight from that to, yeah, the, the defence now gets the ball. It becomes a turnover, basically. It's, so if you fumble it a yard out of the end zone, yeah. and it rolls it into rolls, the end zone yeah. and out of play, it's a touchback, it's a touchback the to the opposite. So it's an immediate turnover. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you fumble it out at the and it goes in front of the pylon, out at the one, the offense get the ball at the one. Yep. <laughs> but if, if it goes behind the pylon, 
the off the defense get the ball at their own 25. So if it misses the pylon by an inch, yeah. it's offense's ball. Yeah. If it touches the pylon, yeah. it's defense's ball on the 25. Yeah. Turnover. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, it's not even a hard thing to fix because all you have to do is change the rules to say if you fumble it through the back of the end zone, mm-hmm. you lose the down and go back to where the play started. Well, I yeah. think everybody would agree that's a sensible yeah, thing to that's, do. That's the proposition. Yeah. Dave, that might be the most sensible thing that you've ever suggested on Otter Punts, and Maybe. Uh, therefore I've just changed my Otter Punt of the Week nomination to Dave <laughs> Bean again. Double E N E. Right, on to the second set of previews. I don't think there's any point in hanging around on Coach's Corner this week. Don't forget, uh, like, subscribe, tell a friend. If you're listening to this, you can subscribe to us on any of the platforms where you get your podcasts, whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, wherever it is. If you're on YouTube, there is a button in the bottom corner. It's As you're looking at the screen, it's the bottom right-hand corner. I can't remember which side it is because my arms are... But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, just hit like and see. it's this side, apparently, according to producer Bell, this side. Uh, so if you, uh, in fact, if I point like that, it's probably closer. Anyway, um, just hit that button, get you subscribed uh, to all of the Utter Punts content as it comes out. Be lovely to have you along. Uh, on to the second part of our previews, gentlemen. The San Francisco 49ers, who lost their O last week at the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, it's primetime Kirk, ladies and gentlemen. Primetime Kirk Cousins. Dave Keane. Great news for the tank. <laughs> You're not tanking. You won last week. I know. Just... But the thing is, we only won because we, we've, like, our defence managed to pick up a, a, a fumble and then take it up to the house. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not as though uh, a much vaunted offence is, is doing much with Justin Jefferson, who's obviously on injured reserve. Uh, and our quarterback apparently was the third best quarterback in the entire league last yes. week, according to Pro Yes, he was. Focus. So... Awesome. Trade for him. Somebody trade for him. (laughs) (laughs) Offer him a a farm. Um, But yeah, so. (laughs) Can you still have Tuesdays off? David, on a move. midnight train at Georgia. Mate, 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 like, he's so good. Even on a midnight like, train. In the week <laughs> off. Yeah, I, I think we might lose. Let's put it like that. I, I'm... <laughs> Every Vikings game this season has been decided by eight points or fewer, right? Every and game has been year, yeah. <laughs> every game has been close. And the Niners are potentially without both Debo Samuel and Ron CMC. Yeah, you true. could win this, Dave. You could win it. I don't want us to. <laughs> <laughs> no, really like, so, uh, I, I'm, I am, a, believe it or not, the kind of Viking fan who many Viking fans hate. In, in that I, I am obviously hoping for the tank. I'm doing it not for the same reasons. It's not an emotive reaction. It's not oh, it, 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 it's pictures of, of of having to put up with a man who would you follow him into battle, Liam? Liam, would you follow him if into I was, battle? If I was paid you, an NFL salary, would I would one hundred percent be following him into battle. But you wouldn't be doing it with your heart thumping. Knowing that you have someone there who'd die for you, would you? You'd be doing it thinking, yeah, like, Kirk will make sure I get paid statistically, maybe, yeah. after he's looked after himself. <laughs> anyway, anyway, don't let me talk about the Vikings. You know you, know you hate it. Oh, no, no, no. no. You've set me I've done off it. on one. You, I mean, you've done it deliberately this week. You've been 
been provoking it? Is it because I was too nice last week? I apologise. I've been, I've been. Yeah, yeah I'm, don't I'm say that again. word. That don't. I, I, I My saw, back went over weekend. <laughs> I saw the word that flashed across your face then, and that is an absolute no-no. We can't use that word. All right. <laughs> I didn't say a word. No, but you nearly did. Uh, right. Let's come to Dan for a little bit more of a yeah. sensible view at this. Look, Debo and Run CMC both potentially injured and out of this one. Purdy comes into it off his worst NFL start. Mm. Only 125 yards, touchdown, interception, and a 55 rating. This is an opportunity for the Vikings to try 100%. and put some pressure on on the Niners, isn't it? It's, it's an opportunity for them to try to, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. Listen, that, that, that Browns defense, I mean, the, the, the Niners should have won the game last week. Yep. So they got outplayed from start to finish, and they should have won the game. They had a, they missed a 41-yard field goal. Otherwise, we're not talking about it. Um, and that Browns defense, uh, listen, the Ravens put 28 points on them in week three. But that's they're, they're saying this is the, statistically the best defense since 1971. In, a, in, a, in an era where Dave says... The best that Browns defense. The best NFL defense since 1971, statistically. This Browns defense is mean, right? And if you take that Ravens game out of it, no one scored double figures on them. No one can score points on them. And that team, yes, that caused San Francisco problems. That team causes everybody problems. Um, and it's a really good test for the 49ers. That Browns defense is mean. This Vikings defense is not. I mean, it's literally like... No. And for that lesson, you know, for that, for that, from going from one to the other, um, I think it's... The, and, and I think... You know they they should rest Debo. I think they should rest McCaff- McCaffrey. They've got Jeff. I think is it Jeffrey Mason and uh, Elijah Mitchell. They've got he's really really good running well, uh, Jeffrey Mason. I think I think McCaffrey will play. Uh, I think he's I think he's keen to make a point that he is robust. I think it's a rib injury and I think he can play with it. Um, and I think they'll just Shoot use him. And, and they, they shouldn't. They, they absolutely shouldn't. But I think they will um, because I think you know they've they've been leaving him in games fourth quarter when they've been three scores up. So. D- does it not say uh, the world about Christian McCaffrey though that he gets hooked to go for a scan or whatever it is, and he sprints off. He sprints yeah. off the field. He sprints down the sideline. He sprints down the tunnel. And I thought to myself, he's not. You know that that's him all over, isn't it? Yeah. I might be injured. I'm not going to show that I'm injured. And that. And that's what sets him apart from other running backs in the NFL at the moment. From many Team players. America. Yeah, I mean, I just... Team America, isn't it? Mm-hmm. There's, listen, I, for me, there's, te- there's players that you root for in the NFL. And whoever he plays for, McCaffrey, I think he's a player that... You never hear really anybody say anything bad about him. No. Um, I, th- I think I made this point, didn't I, yeah, a couple of weeks he's, ago? He's a player you root for, and everyone wants to see him do well. And, and thank God he's with a decent team, you know, because now he's getting the sort of... He's able to be on a successful team and maybe go and win a championship. This 49ers team are... Are going to absolutely wipe the Vikings off the face of the earth. I'm. I mean, I'm going. I'm going Niners. Yes, 100%. Niners. I mean, I'll give you. I'll give you twenty points. Yeah, I'll Honestly, take it. I'll give you twenty points. Uh, Dave, you you're going Niners. He's going Niners. I'll, 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 I'm going to go. Niners. Honestly, we're going to end up four and four because it's the Vikings. We're never going to be able to draft a quarterback. Is that curse? So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I, have we got, like, a, a sad violin song? Da, 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 da. I don't think we have. Sure, it's a Madison's shame, really. playing well, Dave. Addison's playing well. Yeah, but he's too small. He'll be injured soon. 
Hey, move on. Just so sad, isn't he? <laughs> oh, almost feel sorry for him. Another one. Who else has played well? Um, <laughs> no, that's as close as we're going to get, and we'll uh, and we'll leave it right there. Uh, on to Thursday night football, because as I've explained on numerous occasions, we look at the following Thursday night because we release on a Thursday night. Be pointless so it's looking at this Thursday night because mm. we looked at this Thursday night last Thursday night. So. Clear as mud. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Buffalo Bills. Um, I mean, Buffalo's struggling a bit. I, I, it feels like Buffalo are struggling a bit. Should have absolutely panned the Giants. Didn't get anywhere near it. No, I think, I think, listen, I think sometimes you come into games and you're expected to win and it's difficult. And I think the Giants played incredibly well, especially on defence. They were absolutely brilliant on the first half. And then the coaching let them down. Yeah, look, um, look, I'm sure there's more of that coming up as well. <laughs> but... Um, the Bills did enough, and they showed their class at the end to come through and win that game because a lesser team doesn't win that game; they lose it nine six or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I think the Bills are the Bills are doing okay. They are badly injured again, and they're picking up injuries left, right, and centre again, um, and their defense is struggling again. Um, and interesting this matchup because the Bucks will attack where the Bills are weak. Um, so I think the Bills will win the game. Listen, I think uh, let me get that out of the way first. I think the Bills are the better team. They'll win. The Bucks are in a bad division, and they're staying alive because they're in a bad division. And whenever, I mean, the Lions just monstered him last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we thought it might be a bit closer than that, but the Lions were just by far the better team. Um, and I think the Bills will show that again, especially on a, on a Monday night. But um, the Bucks will score points. I think this has got a sneaky, um, high-scoring vibe about it. I think this could be like a 41-35, something like that. Like, I think wow. both teams just go up and down. Because I don't think the Bills will really stop the Bucks. because I think Mike Evans will have a monster game. Um, but I think the Bills will win, ultimately. Dave? So Baker's doubtful, which means he's carrying an injury, and he doesn't do very well when he's carrying an injury. So, um, as far as I'm aware, Allen's actually fit and healthy at the moment. Yeah. Bill Allen, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> not Josh Allen. <laughs> nah, not Josh Allen. It's Bill Allen there. Um, in case anybody's wondering what's going on here, he lost the battle of the Josh Allens, and in Kino's brain, that means he lost. He lost time, huh? for the second. Yeah, time. that means he's lost the right to his name. So Josh Allen, the After quarterback, one more forever, just temporarily. Yeah, so it's moment. just right. Okay, so thanks for clarifying your completely batshit mental rule for us. It's it's very helpful. <laughs> uh, so essentially, he's Bill Allen until such a point as Dave decides that he can go back to being Josh Allen. But if he loses to defensive Josh Allen again, he's then Bill Allen for the rest of the time forever. <laughs> no. He's- Fair though, right? Um, I mean, it's a bit bit weird, but yeah, yeah, I'll I'll go with it. Uh, Anyway, Bucks Bucks at Bills. Bills. Bills, unfortunately. (laughs) This is why you come to Utter Punts, isn't it? It's the cutting insight, the exceptional analysis, and the one-word answers from Keno. What what do we always say about the Bucks? What have we said about the Bucks for two years? Come on, I always say it to you. We said it about the, when they played the Eagles and when we played the Lions. I said, don't go with them because they can't stop the run. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 sorry, I, what I had going through my head was always back a bird team over a... Always back a bird team over a cat team. <laughs> over a cat team. Never and then back, I was trying to think whether Tampa Bay were a bird or a, bird <laughs> a, or a team, cat, but they're worse. a pirate team. So yeah, I, they must have a parrot. And therefore, that means that you should back. No, no, because this is a buff. This is a buffalo. So oh, right, buffalo okay. is a, a different a herd, a herd <laughs> animal. It's always stronger. I like the, yeah. the, the pack just, animals. Yeah. Well, what about so so bird teams? Ravens, Falcons, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Seahawks. Yeah. And, and somewhere. Uh, what about buffalo? Where, if a buffalo eagles, yeah, a buffalo 
Yeah. Uh, do Buffalo rank higher than all of those because they're a Buffalo? No. No, well, if, they, if they lose to the Bucks, because Buccaneers might have a gun. Yeah, but there'll be there'll be there could be a hundred Buffalo. So you 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 know it depends how many there are. So they tend to travel in packs. So Orchard Park, Heads. they're at home. There'll be more of them. They'll take down the pirate. Right? I don't think they're packs. I think they're actually herds. I think you've already said it. Yeah. Okay. So a herd yeah. of buffalo beats a beats a travelling pirate. Yeah. If they're on the, the road, there's only one of them. You've got a chance. So, um, but if they were at, if they were on the pirate ship, they'd stand less of a chance. Because a, well, a buffalo on a pirate ship is a swim. bit weird, isn't it? Can't swim. Lads, you know we're recording this. Yeah, right? no, no, look, I think this this might be one of my favourite ever sections of Utter Puns. I don't know how it came about. It's better than analysing the books again. Let's what, just you, move on. what you can't go into is where does the Titan fit in because fictional beings become really, really different. Yeah. And oh, so, what, you know, the Raiders. What if, if the Titans, so, so are the Raiders another pirate team? A fellow pirate team. So, yeah, so we've got so two pirates. Back them on the road, yeah, because they're about be the, on a boat. So, what about the Giants then? Because giants technically fictional characters mythical as well. Mythical creature. Yeah. Well, I'm but I'm medically a giant, so am I a mythical creature? But yes. <laughs> in many in many aspects. Many I would say. many yes. ways. Yes. Many many ways. You're a unicorn, Liam. And oh well, there is, I mean, if there well, was a unicorns team, they would they would win. Yeah. They have the unicorn horns. Recording. Yeah, no, no, it's it's great. And and just just for complete clarity on this mm -hmm. point. I, I, essentially, we've got a little bit of time extra that I wasn't anticipating for us to have. So now we're playing this game. Mm. Vikings technically should go in the same boat as Bucks and Raiders because oh, they're a seafaring race. Yeah, I, it I'm, just means Raider. Yeah, so Vikings, for me, go into the pirate, pirate buccaneering category. Yeah. Um, as do the Patriots, believe it or not, because they are musket-wielding Patriots. Um, so never back any of them on the road because they used to be in a boat. And if everyone have to travel over water, they're fine. So the Patriots will travel well to England and Germany when they play. Because well, I've got a question then. Why don't they sail? Why do they get? Why do they get a plane? I think we're onto something. Yeah, absolutely. Get them on an ark. Well, I mean, um, what the Vikings? So what would the, like what should the UK franchise be called? This is the question. What should the UK franchise be called? Oh, no, hang on a second. We're we're going down. We're going down a rabbit hole here, aren't mm -hmm. we? Mm -hmm. Well, we don't want them to be a pirate. And you always back a bird team over a cat team. What's unkillable? Uh, we uh, think uh, they're going to be playing Americans all the time. The Cockney cockroaches. Is oh, that you can't kill is that what you're going with? I got no, a feeling. No, 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 no. You got to provoke with it. It's got to be something like the red coats. It has to be the God. red coats are coming. <laughs> <laughs> The raincoats are coming. The raincoats are coming. Okay, uh, now is definitely the time to move on to Bet and Train. Uh, before we go any further and before Dave completely alienates us from any American audience that we've ever had. Are we going Bills? Are yeah, we? I think so. Um, yeah, Bills? Bills, Dave? Yeah, 100% the Bills. Yeah, herd creature. Um, okay, Bet, Dave, what have we got for us this week? So, a quarterback double. Josh Allen. Bill Allen, yeah. the linebacker and, or the quarterback. Oh, sorry, yeah. Bill oh, you Allen. did say quarterback. I forget my own jokes. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Bill Allen, <laughs> the quarterback. Yeah. Bill. Bill, Bill Josh Allen. Once again, Lamar, who last week let me down by having a touchdown. He's not running the ball. He will be. Okay. So there's your double. You're not scoring enough points and you've got to in this game. Probably. You know you know how we've been speaking to you about doing your research and making sure that you've got your stats and stuff right, Dave? Have you got the numbers for that or are you just thrown out there? That is 4.12 to 1. 
excellent behaviour. Did you just did you just pluck that out of the sky? Yeah. Knob. Dan, what have you got for us? Uh, so a couple of things. One, we've been doing a last man standing. So last man standing is if you're in a league with a last man standing, yeah. you pick a team every week, and if they win, you go through. You, you can't, can't pick, pick the same team, team twice. Yeah. And we are six for six. We've got our teams all the way through. So if you're still with us, great. We're going the Seahawks this week for the last man standing. Um, my bet is the Lions to score over 15 and a half points, the Chargers to score over 19 and a half points, Seattle to win and Buffalo to win. Three and a half to one. Cool. Uh, jump on that one. It is time for the two-minute warning, which means it is time for the Utter Punt of the Week nominations. Uh, Dave, you're in such a jolly mood. I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. Awesome. Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, basically, he's, he's, for those who don't know, he's the Eagles right tackle and he got injured last week and I was delighted because he's the best right tackle in the league. Uh, clearly sprained his ankle, clearly going to be out four to six weeks, giving people an opportunity to do something about the Eagles run game. Hmm. Back training today. Oh, no. Oh, it's also devastating. Of the week. How dare you be an indestructible human being? How dare you be a colossus? How dare you be a god among mere mortals? Get out of it. Play for the Titans. Um, <laughs> interestingly as well, so Jason Kelsey broke the, just on Dave's point of them being indestructible, Jason Kelsey this week broke the all-time consecutive start record for the Eagles. Wow. Um, beating John Runyon. And he talked about it a little bit on his podcast. And he talked about John Runyon because he played with him. He played at the Eagles. Um, and he said for... Six for a full season, he had a broken tailbone. John Runyon, so he was a he was a tackle, and he had a broken tailbone, so he could never sit on the bench. So when he used to come off the field, he used to walk up and down. You know, he could never sit down. He had a broken tailbone. Wow! And he could play, nails is that? Played one hundred and forty-four games. One hundred and forty-four games with a broken coccyx. Yeah, um, incredible. Wow. Who's your Utter Punt of the Week, then? I've heard a few. I've, I've had to sort of trim it down a little bit, but I'm going to go for Mike McCarthy. Oh, OK. Um, because I think culture comes from its leader, right? So the culture of that Cowboys team comes from its coach, mm -hmm. Mike McCarthy. And he's come out this week and said, um, why does Dak Prescott get more harsh criticism than everybody else? Why, when we lose, does everyone jump on us? And why does the Eagles lose? Nobody cares. It's because you call yourself America's team, Mike. Um, so Micah Parsons on his podcast this week and he's saying, you know, it's not like when we lose it. So he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's got a chip on his shoulder because his coach has given him a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Get out there and play the game. Don't Culture. stick yourself on a pedestal and then cry when everyone throws cabbage at you. <laughs> Punt. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Roger Goodall. Okay. He signed I mean, a new... He, just because I mean, he signed a new contract. <laughs> I mean... He signed a new contract and that's enough for me to make him my nomination yeah. for Roger Punt of the Week. Yeah. I was... You know, quietly open for some change at the head of the NFL. No such luck. Commissioner continues to be Roger Goodall, utter punt of the week. Well, to be fair, his whole job is to be the front for the discipline that's laid out by the owners. So he is paid to be an utter punt. And well, next week, that's, that's what he's yeah. <laughs> we've all been cancelled. Um, right, good. Um, I think just for passion, we're giving that one to Dave this week. It's been an absolute pleasure, as it always is. Don't forget, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and come back and join us again next week. See you later, Dan. See you later. Goodbye, Dave. Cheerio. Cheerio yourself. See you later.